let's take a look at Under Armour. It is the worst performer in the S&P 500 today, in fact, falling over 20% to new 52-week lows. Let's talk about this company. David Schwartz is with us, equity analyst, Morningstar, and Chris Ruggieri, securities analyst over at Argus. Thank you both for being with us. So, um, Chris, I'll start with you. This was the name that you liked. Um, and so now, do you like it even more because it's pulled back? Does it now say, hey, even the valuations at this point, are you finding some positives in this report at all? Uh, well, there are positives and negatives. Um, they are um, clearly uh, there is demand and they're just having trouble uh, delivering on that demand because of supply chain issues. Uh, their, their margins are also being hurt um, from uh, elevated freight costs and also uh, sh shipping and delays in shipping. Um, but those are causing problems for the company, and um, there's, they may be temporary, but um, they're going to persist into the near future. So, David, um, you, you tell me. I mean, I think that Under Armour is not the only company suffering from supply chain issues and um, freight costs and that cutting into margins. If the demand is there, is that good enough, David? I think in the long term and even in the shorter term, I think it is good enough. I mean, right now, Under Armour and many other companies in this industry are being affected by higher shipping rates, higher cotton prices, higher oil prices. These are all things that Under Armour and the others in the industry cannot really do anything about. And more recently, we've had significant lockdowns in China that have affected every sportswear company that does business in the country. David, are there other names that you think um, in the group that are similar? Um, whether it's retail or athletics, um, that may be better positioned? Uh, I mean, there are a lot of inexpensive stocks right now uh, among the group that I cover, which is primarily apparel manufacturers and retailers. Haynes Brands, for example, reported yesterday. Um, Haynes stock also got hit pretty hard. Um, and, and like uh, Under Armour, it's been down a lot in the last several months. Um, I think Haynes right now is undervalued, trading at about seven times next year's earnings or something like that. Uh, but there, there are quite a few others, uh, including accessories companies like Tapestry, uh, you know, which, which is down. Uh, really, you know, a lot of companies that have exposure to Europe because of fears over the war and especially exposure to China with the recent lockdowns are being affected. Um, so another one that I might highlight that's a retailer would be uh, Nordstrom. Uh, also, uh, Urban Outfitters, which does sell a lot of active wear. Uh, Urban Outfitters stock is down, too. That's another one maybe to look at. Wow. So you like a lot of names here. Nordstrom, Urban Outfitters, Tapestry, Haynes Brands. Um, Chris, do you find that this one was a standout for you, um, Under Armour? There was a time that it was a best performer. Um, are the trends of what the consumer may or may not spend going to help this name and maybe some others? And if so, what other names do you like? Um, well, a lot of that's going to depend on um, the upcoming economy and, as David mentioned, some of the pressures uh, globally. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with David. There are a few that um, that are at their lowest rates in 52 weeks. And, in fact, Under Armour is at its lowest rate in a decade. So, uh, lowest price, excuse me, in a decade. So, um, yeah, I, I have Tapestry rated as a buy as well. Um, I've tried to stray away from some of the um, rating buys on some of the um, higher premium and apparel companies. 
Um, but, um, you know, Under Armour, I had rated that a buy last quarter following their really strong results in, um, in all of 2021, actually, a record for the company. Well, look, you know, the demand is still there. Uh, you're both talking about some trends that seem like good news. David, the problem here is that the supply chain is, you know, broken or on pause. And that cuts into these companies. They can't manage the inventories. They have these high freight costs. Um, and so it cuts into their margins overall. Is there any reprieve in sight to some of the high costs, not only the ones I just mentioned, but also cotton, which you mentioned, for example? Yeah, I, I think there is a reprieve in sight. I mean, shipping prices, if you look historically, they're very volatile. Uh, they have periods where they go way up and periods where they go way down. Um, and right now we're in a period with very high prices, but history suggests that that won't last forever. Uh, so I spoke yesterday with the management of Haynes Brands, which is having the same problems. And right now he pointed out uh, they have 40 ships or something backed up off the coast of California, but at one time it was 100. Um, so it, it is it is still bad, but I, I do think it will get better. better. There's just nothing that can really be done in short term. Um, and as for cotton prices, you know, again, commodity prices spike at times. And this has happened with cotton in the past. Cotton prices had a huge run about 10 years ago, and then they they dropped dramatically. And so that could certainly happen again. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, as I look at this, I mean, that look, that's more than 50 percent improvement on that supply chain. So we have to hope that it gets better. Chris, final thoughts here on the group overall. Um, on the group overall, um, there are the companies that have diversified their supply chains where they can get products, say, from North America and Asia, are going to perform. And those who have relied just on, say, Asia or overseas, um, they're going to see some, some headwinds um, in the next couple, for the foreseeable future, really. Next couple of months. Right. It will improve over time, but um, it's going to take a while. Okay. Thank you both, David Schwartz of Morningstar and Chris Ruggieri of Argus. Thank you both very much.